Some people are happy. Yo, Liverpool won their first game of the year in February 13, 2023. Imagine winning your first game of, of the year. Now people are back making noise. If you know Liverpool supporters, you'll ex- know exactly what I mean. Hey, anyway, it was a good game. Derby, Messi side, Derby, Liverpool, and Everton on Monday night. What a game. But for me, the highlight of the weekend, Rihanna, Rihanna, uh, Super Bowl. Again, you know, it reminded me of, of Celtics days. I don't even know who won the game, uh, the Super Bowl final, because it was all about halftime entertainment. It's, it's, always, it's, it's always the case uh, that Super Bowl is more known about what happens during halftime than what happens during the two halves of, of, of the games. But SA20 came to an end on Sunday. What a game, what a finale. But again, Monday night, our Proteas women... Bouncing back after losing, narrowly losing to Sri Lanka in the opening game on Friday. But what a way to come back in style by beating New Zealand, who registered the lowest ever score in the uh, women's uh, T20 final. Uh, big up to, to, to our women team. I hope they will, they've gained the momentum and then they will take and build on this one so that because we want to win it, we are playing at home uh, this World Cup. But as always, I'm not alone. Can I let Remutuahai on the hot seat yet again? Remutuahai Madumera. Madume Spirit, uh, thanks for joining you and thanks for offering me the hot seat. So, what was your or what were your highlights of the weekend? Just quickly. Yeah, quickly, you just summed it up. Uh, a nice way for our women's proteas to bounce back because it was indeed the weekend of cricket and also that sunny afternoon on Sunday when the uh, Sunrisers became became the, the first champions of the SA20. So, yeah, it really, you know, brought the spotlight on South African cricket in a positive way, considering that, uh, you know, it's a spot that has been uh, spoken ill of. You know, there has been so much negativity on cricket, including the national team. But yes, the, one can consider those the sporting highlights of the weekend. And of course, the big thing that was the Super Bowl, like you said, you mostly remember what's uh, uh, the halftime entertainment more than the game itself. Mm. By the way, um, not to the Amakosi, but Chiefs won. They beat the Eagles in that final. Well, finally, Chiefs won something. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew when Chiefs was trending that they were trending for the, all the good reasons uh, for now. Kansas Chiefs. Oh, okay. <laughs> the past weekend was the beginning of the Champions League group stages. We saw Sundowns hosting... Uh, uh, our guy from DRC who's now moved to Sudan, Ibenge, is the coach. Flore Ibenge, that's the man, Pito's uh, close buddy. And uh, once again, Keshia's Mailula came to the fore and uh, rescued or gave three points to Sundowns when they missed one nil victorious. This time it's not about uh, how many goals you score in group stages, it's just about three points, isn't it? Three points is quite important, especially, you know, when you have uh, Al-Akhli in your group, Cotton Spore, who can, you know, spoil the party should uh, anything go wrong. 
uh, wrong along the line. And uh, yeah, like you say, three points is what counts. Sundowns have started well and, you know, you, you, you definitely need a start like that to be on top of the table from the wet go. Speaking of Cotton Sport, now they are off to Cameroon Sundowns on Friday, their second game, knowing that a win away from home will put them in a good space going forward. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because if you look at uh, their third game, they are going to Cairo at Al-Akhli. And remember, Al-Akhli is still reeling from the back-to-back defeats by Sundowns in the same stage of the competition the last time around when Pito was still there. So, yeah, it, it will be very important for them at least to pick up something on the road uh, when they go to Cameroon on Friday. What do you know about this Cotton Sport? The only thing I know is that they lost their striker to Orlando Pirates. Cotton Sport has always been there. You know, they've become quite a regular in the Champions League. So it really tells you more about them as, a, you know, a team to be reckoned with because not many teams qualify for the, especially, you know, the CAF Champions League, which is the premier continental club competition. And like I say, uh, not just every Tom, Dick and Harry gets to play in there. Uh, now going to a second tier, uh, Confed Cup, Marumo Gallant, they, were, they fought gallantly over the weekend and, and at the end it looked like a, a walk in the park, imagining a victorious uh, at Dobsonville Stadium on Sunday. Yes, you know, Basabani Bantua, yes, as they put up a real fight, like you said, and it looks like this CAF Confederation Cup is their thing. Remember, even the last time around, by the way, yes, uh, the last time around, they narrowly missed out on the group stage, but it, 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 it tells you that they are doing something right. I mean, uh, quite surprisingly also for a team that is battling to keep their um, top flight status at home and all of a sudden, they are a totally different side in continental competition. So big ups to them. I think I, I saw all their opponents or, or that they are fighting relegations together. The Swallows lost. It means focus now will be solely on the league. Marisbeck lost. Focus will solely be on the league. Who else uh, lost? Uh, Cape Town City is also out. Uh, it looks like Kalans uh, have got now three competitions to 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 deal with. Yeah, it will be interesting. But uh, remember, in the uh, our interview in the in the newspaper with the Marumo Kalans boss, saying he's got confidence that uh, his team will come out and skate uh, across the three competitions. I mean, he's looking at how they've been picking up the results since, you know, that reshuffling of the coaching staff. I mean, they beat Sikukuni. I want to United. talk about why is it always the case that after uh, technical changes, teams always win their first match. Now it's two games in a row for, for Gallant. 
You know, players always know something. Players are naughty because you ask yourself because it's the very same players who played under exactly. the very same coach, yeah. and that all of a sudden after the changes. They are winning. No, Baba Tatu, Baba Tuvana. You think Chiefs should fire a coach and then we'll see we'll see what happens? Exactly. If they can put others one on the side, <laughs> they're going to win five games in a row, I tell you. Uh, they are off to Algeria this weekend. Or oh, uh, A win away from home will also be good for them. Eh? Yeah, no, absolutely. And they've actually done wonders even previously. They will always go out there, play for a point, come back and win at home which is exactly what you need when you are uh, in competitions that, um, you know, these two-legged competitions. There's a, a, a small Oyana matter around Pizzo and uh, TS Galaxy coach Ramovic over Villakazi. That spat, I don't know what led to that spat, but I think I see he's getting out of hand. What do you make of that? You know, Pizzo, Pizzo always shoots from the hip, especially when it comes to protecting his own, maybe uh, for a lack of a better phrase, protecting his own. Remember, he comes a, a long way with Villa. He paid quite an arm and a leg for Villa to join Sundowns, that 10 million transfer, remember? So, yeah, I think Pizzo felt that uh, the TS Galaxy coach was harsh on his response why Villa left TS Galaxy. So implying that Villa is lazy at training, so he doesn't have time for lazy players. So you don't confront uh, Pito with statements like this, like that. But, but he, when he, you, he was not saying anything about Pito. He was just referring to what he knows, what he has seen from Villa. I see he has already responded again to what Pito has said on, on, on Monday. <laughs> exactly, and it's quite interesting, you know, how long will this thing, this ping-pong will be going. Mm. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's Pito for you. Pito won't keep quiet on anything that has to do with him. Especially now that he's number one after winning on Monday night. Yeah, his project of awakening the giant in Saudi Arabia is gaining momentum and Fast. Uh, back to the domestic league, uh, Fatu Davids, former Orlando Pirates assistant coach, co-coach, now Marisbeck United head coach, going back to Orlando Stadium uh, on Friday to face his former team. They lost to Kaiser Chiefs. So they're playing Soweto Giants back to back. Eh? They lost to one Soweto Giants Chiefs uh, in the NetBank Cup. Now they go into Paris in the in the league fixture. Do you think you can lose both uh, games in a row? Hey, you know, Fazu and Marisbeck going to Orlando. They are going to play against an Orlando Pirates side that can also show inconsistency. You know, like a Pirates, you can't predict them. One minute they are winning games, and then when you think that they'll keep up with the momentum, and then, you know, it starts all over again. So it's quite tricky because um, Fatou David's going back to Orlando. He knows exactly what he's going to face because... I mean, he spent uh, some time coaching the very same side, and the core of the players who are in that side, uh, including Tembin Kosiloch, who's now back playing again, um, Fadu will know, he's got an idea exactly what to expect in Orlando. So it's, it's quite a tricky one. I see him getting something out of it. Do you, what do you know about uh, that 
draws that always uh, comes to the fore about the low knee. We've got Pepra at, at Marisbeck. We've got uh, Pulen Klolane at Marisbeck. I saw they played against Kaiser Chiefs. Will they play against their mother team, Orlando Paris? Yeah, it's mostly, I know it's mostly got to do with Sunder. Sundowns uh, are quite often the club that puts, you know, that loan agreement in place that you don't play against your former player. So I would expect Pepra to play. I mean, what is it uh, that is to be, what uh, Pirates needs to be afraid of? I mean, they've got the players. And, you know, quite ironic, Pirates itself, it's Marisbeck. Richard Oforibo, Fortune Makarenge. <laughs> and, and all these other players who are from Marisbeck. So, yeah, it's quite an interesting uh, encounter, that one. Finally, before I let you go, as we wrap it, the latest on Banyana Banyana and the tournament in Turkey? Well, at the moment, I see our team is still a bit undecided. At some point, they were hinging on what Zambia will decide. I see Zambia already in Turkey. And they've already conducted their first training session. So I would expect, um, you know, uh, uh, Safa to really tell us exactly what's going to happen. Because from what we gather is that the players are reluctant to go to an earthquake-hit country. It doesn't matter whether it hit Pulukwane and not Gauteng. But yeah, to them, it's Turkey's making international news. Uh, because of this devastating earthquake that has, you know, um, claimed so many lives. And uh, uh, in the end, I really don't see Banyana going. Missing this tournament, will it be a train smash? Missing this tournament will take something out of their preparation in the build-up. But looking at also the, the kind of opponents, who's Uzbekistan in women's football, who this team Slovenia. Slovenia. And I mean, I already heard that uh, the host country has, already, has also pulled out of the tournament. You know, sometimes when you build up for a, a, a top tournament like the World Cup, sometimes it's not even just about the opponents. I think... Also, that feel of getting into a flight, traveling to go and uh, set up your sessions in a different country would have, uh, you know, sort of done something con uh, psychological in the minds of the players. Because remember, it's all about traveling from one place to another. And obviously, this World Cup is taking place overseas again. I think that it can still be considered a, a missed opportunity because uh, no matter the stature of the opponent banyana could have uh, gone there thrashed uzbekistan 11 nil you know could big confidence booster for strikers if you win by such margin and maybe keeping the clean sheet and and and, and all uh, all that kind of stuff so it's all about you know the build-up and sometimes not exactly about the opponents maybe closer to the tournament they can get like your big name uh, uh, f uh, football playing nations. Uh, that's all that we had for you this week. Keep on checking all our social media platforms. Remember, Team Spirit Podcast is proudly brought to you by City Press. Visit our website www.citypress.co.za for all the hits and misses of the week.